This is episode 20 of Eat, Play, Sex. Here's a hot highlight for what's to come. There are yeah. oils that work. Yeah. Like Ylang Lang is one that works for a lot of people <laughs> because it helps actually clinically proven help to reduce the anxiety associated with stress. This podcast is for mature audiences 18 and over and for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider before pursuing any of our topics discussed. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with your queens of climax, Dr. Kat and Di. The place to get play, sex, and nutrition talk straight to your ears. Side effects of this podcast may include more lovemaking, hormone harmony, spontaneous sex, exceptional orgasms, less sugar cravings, and more sex cravings. In rare cases, listeners experience a strong desire to try new sexual positions and lube with organic edibles. If you experience moods happier than usual, contact your Facebook friends immediately. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Eat, Play, Sex I am nutritionist and detoxification expert, Diane Kayser. And I'm sex expert, Dr. Kat Meyer. What's up, Dr. Kat? Hey, baby. How are you? Oh, babes, I'm so delicious right now. This whole morning, I've just been floating, and I don't really know what is going on. It just, it's an amazing day. Hashtag on one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel it, too. It's a great Friday. This week, we're super stoked to have on the show one of my favorite people to talk about one of my favorite topics, essential oils. And Mm. Dr. Eric Z, Dr. Eric Zielinski, he's, uh, you may have seen him on The Truth About Cancer, a documentary series about how we can basically just take our power back in our lives with a number of things. We're not going to talk specifically about cancer today. We're going to talk a lot about sex, your sex hormones, your sex drive, your sex life. Um, and how you can take your power back there in between the sheets. And really, ultimately, our sex life is truly reflective of our confidence about ourselves and the relationship that we have with ourselves and our higher powers. So today's episode is going to be super powerful, and he's really, really energetic. So you guys will be, you're in for a treat. It's easy to follow Dr. Eric Z and to fall in love with him and his, his message. So Dr. Kat and I are just going to give you guys a quick, brief update about what's going on with our life currently. Right now, I cannot find something, Kat, and it is frustrating me. What are you looking for? Your sanity? <laughs> no, because like we said, I'm on one today too. I'm on one. Um, I was looking for my essential oil rollerball and it's got like citrus and it's got um, all kinds of other essential oils in it too, like ylang ylang. Mm. It's got, uh, Sounds kinky. Patchouli. Yeah. Ylang ylang. I love saying that word and I can't find it. And it's like, you know, when you're looking for something, you're already frustrated. But this particular thing, it's like when I cannot find rollerballs, essential oils to put on my skin and to put into my senses, I get annoyed. And so right now I'm a little bit just sad. I can't find my rollerball. It's my favorite one. You know what? I totally get it. I get really frustrated when my partner can't find my G spot. I totally get where you're coming from. (laughs) Just use frankincense, you know? I say either just use frankincense or whipped cream and it makes everything better. Makes so much sense. (laughs) Oh, you cut your knee open? Oh, I can see your bone. Just put some frankincense on it. Oh, that doesn't work? Yeah, put some... That's an essential oil. I just, you know, put some whipped cream on it. You know, scents are powerful. Yeah, scents are powerful. I was going to say, I was at the grocery store yesterday and (laughs) this dude walks past me and I swear to God, he smelled like one of my ex-boyfriends. And I literally, with my cart, I just like turn around and I start following him and I'm like smelling the air behind. I up and down at least two aisles just smelling it. And I was thinking about that past relationship, just like, "Mm, this is so nice. It was probably super (laughs) creepy. And he turned around and I like averted my eyes down at the like the lower shelf of the thing just and I don't know what I was looking at I was probably looking at something really weird <laughs> you were sent stalking him well I've I never mean, heard that before I don't think that <laughs> I doubt that anybody knew I mean it's not that obvious I was just smelling the air with my card walking down the aisle yeah, right. but it's amazing how scent stimulates that part of our brain that invokes emotions and evokes memory so it's really powerful i think especially when you think about sexuality or our relationships or our ability to connect to another person through even genetics i mean there's there's pheromones are there for a reason and i think it's really interesting you know there's been i think we've talked about this on a previous show but when we're on birth control or in synthetic any kind of hormone replacement therapy or synthetic chemicals you know um 
pharmaceuticals that have actually, you know, when we look at DNA of um, essential oils and herbs, uh, what we've done now is really just taken and hijacked the, the, the DNA structure of Mother Nature and brought it into labs and spliced it in just such a different way that we can now sell it for thousands of times more. So we really want to resurrect the power of healing herbs. And because these healing herbs allow us to connect deeper to ourselves and our own innate desires to connect to a partner. So when, when we are inhibited by, let's say, for example, birth control, uh, we've talked about this, I think, Dr. Cat, where if you have that kind of a crutch, you can't all the way connect with our partner uh, or somebody that, that we might be genetically um, designed to procreate with. So it, our senses are tweaked. And I think that, that that's where I really want people to take their power back here. It's like, is, is my desire for a partner um, being altered by synthetic things that we're on? And how can I really, truly connect with my own senses so I can trust my innate wisdom to connect with somebody, a partner, a person, myself that I'm supposed to. And that's what's really cool about this show that we're going to talk about. So lovers, before we introduce our amazing guest, Dr. Eric Z, we always want to just take a moment a moment of gratitude. Thank you guys for connecting with us and spreading the word and leaving reviews and trying a lot of the suggestions that we recommend on the blog. We we get amazing feedback. We get a lot of it on texts because we don't want you guys to feel like it, this is a private thing. Um, we want you to connect with yourself and, and come out of the veil. But there's all sorts of things on the blog. So not just this radio show, but eatplaysex.com. Visit that because our goal is to get you to eat, play, and sex better so you can improve your sex life, which will improve every aspect of your life. So please head on over to our website, eatplaysex.com, where you could subscribe to the show, connect with us, send us a message, grab our sexy guides to boost your confidence, vitality, and sex life. Don't forget, you guys, the cool new bonus is that we're giving away one free Yumi Pleasure toy each month to a lucky listener. Ladies, we use this thing every day. It's a game changer. So all you have to do is share this episode and hashtag eatplaysex on your favorite social media platform. Check out our blog, eatplaysex.com, for official contest rules. Now, oh, I forgot to say something, which was really cool. I um, scheduled an appointment with me and my client to go get IV nutritional therapy in Laguna Beach. And when I called in and I talked to one of the nurses there, he goes, oh, I've heard of you guys. Some, uh-huh. some chick came in to get IV nutritional therapy. And she was really excited about your show and showed me a picture of your guys's, uh, you know, iTunes page. I was like, oh, that's really awesome. Oh, to know that's that amazing. We're changing. Yeah. So really, really cool. Um, Dr. Eric Z, welcome to eatplaysex.com, my friend. You know, I, I'm not sure where I fit in. I'm just sitting back and listening. You guys can just keep on going. <laughs> this is great. Why don't we hear this all the time? Why don't we? Why don't we? Hello. Hello, lovely ladies. Are we stealing the show, oh. Dr. Eric Z? I want Eric, I want him to keep talking. I love his voice. Keep I'm, talking, Dr. Z. I'm just Dr. listening. Z. I'm just listening. This <laughs> is great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you for being here and thank you for um, having gratitude for us too, Dr. Z. Now, we have a question. It's a very, very important question for you. What is your, you can pick between whichever one you would like to answer. What your is life your, depends on this. Your life depends on this. What is your number one most embarrassing sex moment? You could answer that one or you could answer what was one crazy diet or nutrition thing or maybe even essential oil thing that you've tried for sake of your sex, health or body? That that puts me on the spot for a couple of reasons. Um, I got to tell you, I, I think as as a biblical health educator, I think I, I need to ride this line a little careful. I don't want to be, you know, I, I actually just preached a message at a church and um, I was sharing cannabis oil and, and the pastor came up to me about it. He goes, you know, I'm just not sure if I'm going to get in trouble for this one. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I, there, I, I got to respect my, my peeps out there. So let me, let me do something that will equally freak people out. Um, so as equal as it would be sharing that moment, let's talk about Eurotherapy. Who knows about that over there? Have you guys ever hear about that one? Euro? Is that like a Euro- European? Yeah. Therapy? No, like what? you, like U R O therapy, orgasm, like, like you... drinking your own, like drinking your own pee. Oh Stop no, it. no, no! I've heard yes. of this before. Absolutely, yes. I've heard of it a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Urotherapy. Urotherapy is something that I've recently found, and and long story short, research has been out. Like research has actually been out since the mid '90s about how urotherapy, you know, you're drinking direct antigens that can produce antibodies 
um, that your body is basically like taking a vaccine. You're inoculating yourself. Wow. And the, the, the theory behind it, especially it's traditional Chinese medicine, the theory behind it <laughs> is you actually get what your body needs at that moment. Because, oh. the, you know, the, 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 the insanity behind vaccines is A, it's not customizable. B, it's something that was produced in the lab, and it's definitely not for you or me at this moment. It was something that, you know, whatever. There, there's so many things wrong with the concept of vaccines. So if you want the antibodies that your body needs at that exact moment, well, you need to react to the antigens that are in your body. How do you get them? P. So a friend of mine, um, so I have tried that. So that would be something that I did for my health because there was a little virus going around my body, my baby, my wife, which is kind of spreading around us. I'm like, I got to nip this thing in the but, and I got to tell you, it has a profound effect on the body and, you know, just a couple ounces first thing in the morning. And, um, as a biblical health guy, I looked it up. I'm like, okay, you know, the Bible's pretty interesting. It says, don't eat pork, don't eat shellfish, you know, clean your hands. Like it's very specific on a lot of dietary stuff. No negative things in the Bible about drinking your own pee. In fact, and for all my Christian brothers and sisters out there, God told Ezekiel to make a certain bread. We all know as Ezekiel bread at the health food store, but making it over fire made out of dung, his own yeah. poop. Yeah. yeah it's kind of wild. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, and then we do hear about things about, you know, urine in the Bible too. So, so urotherapy. And so we could talk more about urotherapy, but, um, that would be something that I don't think a lot of people have experienced. All I can think about, all I can think about is is those Gatorade bottles with with that yellow Gatorade in, and it looks like pee. <laughs> yeah. Oops, I just drank my own pee. Oh, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Anyway, hey, I will tell you though, my friend who who turned me on to this, she lived in China for many years, and she goes, "Hey, when you go to a Chinese herbalist, you go there, um, you you you, uh, you do a urine sample, saliva sample, they." tell you to come back the next day after getting your symptoms they make you an elixir and i I gotta say first and foremost kudos to the chinese for not giving everyone the same thing they customize it based off of that person's biochemistry and she goes what most people don't know is yeah that individual might be testing your urine for certain things but what they're doing is they're putting the urine into the elixir and you're consuming that the next day and it's fresh and they always tell you you have to drink this right away (laughs) you gotta drink it while it's fresh but anyway, urotherapy. So, can you put some stevia um, in there to taste good? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, when I used to be, when I used to drink a lot, I, there's no difference. I mean, tequila it tastes doesn't like beer. taste good. I know, right? Yeah, vodka doesn't taste good. Beer, all I don't know. Alcohol tastes horrible. Yeah. So yeah. I it's don't a know. Acquired it's like, taste. Just do, just do your shot and just yeah. get it over with. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, on to sex. Well, did that improve your sex <laughs> life? Did it? Did it improve your? Um, well, I got to say, you can't be, you can't have a healthy sex life when you're sick. And I think, I think that's one people that people that that's one thing that people need to recognize, especially when it comes to essential oils, is like physical stressors on the body, like obesity, heart disease, and other illnesses. They will have a direct hindrance on your sex response, and cancer. So I know we did. We're not going to talk about cancer, but poor cancer patients. One of the yeah. main things that they miss is how how um, healthy, vibrant sex because mm-hmm. whether they're on chemo, radiation, it just wipes them out so yeah and at the end of the day it it helped my sex life so dr z you're telling us to prescribe golden showers (laughs) yeah you know and i'm not talking the crazy you know the fetish stuff because that's weird but um, (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean there's some gross stuff out there but but you got to do what you got to do to make yourself healthy and without a healthy body, without a healthy mind, and I hope we get a chance to really go into some emotions and maybe even talk yes. about hurt and trauma. Yes. Because if, if you don't tackle this stuff, you're never going to manifest and enjoy the sex life that God created you to have. And yes, sex is supposed to be unbelievable. There's a reason why orgasm is the way that it is. It's why we call it climax, because you're going to go do it over and over and over again. It's whether you look at it evolutionary speaking, but God said, be fruitful and multiply. Well, why if it's not pleasurable? So anything we could do to make that experience pleasurable, we need, you know, so there's so much to it. So that's why I like essential oils. I like adjunct therapies to help. And there's a lot of things that people can do. Essential 
oils essential Oosh. Yeah. I like yeah. that and what you say what you just said and then Kat, I'll let you speak about what you, I think you're going to ask him a question um, that you know depending on whoever your higher power is you know if it's God or whatever they say that the highest you know the highest connection that we have to God and ourself is when we climax and so it's not a shameful thing. You know, this is where a lot of people talk about sex and shame. It's like, well, why would why would we have been created to not enjoy sex? It's like that is one of the top three things is sex, water and survival, sex, food, and water and, and survival shelter. So procreation is there for a reason, guys. Go ahead, Dr. Cat. Hey, you know, that, you know what? You know where that comes from? Where? The Catholic Church. Really? Yeah, and and I got to say this out there because I'm a recovering Catholic, and I say that with all due respect for everyone who's yeah, Catholic out there. The theory of of concupiscence, which means sex, desire for sex is sin. That's why they came up with this concept that Mary, Jesus's mother, never had sin. They they actually have a th- it, it's a doctrine that Jesus's mother, Mary, never had sex. She never had sex with Joseph. Jesus was born, immaculate conception, and, you know, conceived by the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and she never had sex. That's how she was able to be crowned the Queen of Heaven, and that's how she was able to go to heaven immediately after dying. It's actually part of the dogma. Why? Oh, yeah. The dogma was because sex is evil. Yeah. Because the desire for sex is evil. And I'm telling you, we have to shake that. Mm-hmm. And that is such a, a religion, that religion, because a billion people identify themselves as Catholic, and anyone who calls themselves a Christian has Catholic roots one way or another. And I'm telling you something, there's a, there's a spiritual transfer there that you know I myself had to be delivered of. So there's some spiritual stuff, too, that we need to be cleansed of. So yeah, sex is nothing but beautiful. Dr. Cat, you had a question, right? No, I was just going to talk about the essential, the essential oils, especially for sexuality and relationships. So, Dr. Z, I actually use uh, and talk about essential oils in my practice. And I have a diffuser in my office that I use some essential oils because what I find is that it's it's very grounding for my clients. And some of them have been very soothing for them to use. So I've talked to them about using that in their bedroom we're using that in their home to help them especially in a busy day to come home and and help them to ground down or or get uh, a little more aroused what kind of oils would you best recommend for people who are looking for that well let's go back to the story we just heard diane was that you who stalked that dude because you smelled great right <laughs> that's me that's that me i mean okay. I, I stalk people too but for different okay, reasons yeah. so so doc we gotta go we have to think about this for a minute um, and it's interesting, you're right, you, you share that story because when I talk about the power of smell and there's science behind smell and what those volatile organic compounds that we know as aroma, once those volatile organic compounds trigger those nasal mucosa cells in our limbic system, the primal brain, be aware of what's happening. It triggers memory, emotions. It's, our, again, our primal brain, which is our instincts as a human individual, that exact opposite can happen too. And I give that, I give an example of whenever I smell a certain perfume, it reminds me of my first girlfriend every time. I haven't talked to this woman Mm -hmm. in now 25 years, and it's never going to go away. So when you have a list of essential oils, and this is my caution to give to people, you need to know what works for you. And this is where I've done a little more research. And in my last essential oil summit, I talked to people grieving and mourning and abuse experts and sharing how as as profound as essential oils can be for healing, they could actually cause a trigger of an abuse, of a, oh, wow. a post-traumatic stress oh, wow. experience. And yeah. that's why aromatherapy, because I'm trained yeah. in aromatherapy, that's why traditional aromatherapy is very conscious to basically let people smell a variety of oils first just to see how it triggers the organoleptic evaluation, which means how do you, how do you internalize the smell? How does it taste? How does it feel? What does it make you think? what emotions are stirred because of it. So yeah, I'll give five or six examples, which I will in just a minute, but you have to remember, and everyone listening is at the end of the day, like Diane shared, this is about empowerment. This is about you taking control of your health, being your own provider, being your own doctor, and really being your own sex therapist in a way where you need to find what works for you. So Mm, there are oils that work. 
Yeah. Like Ylang Lang is one that works for a lot of people <laughs> because it helps actually clinically proven help to reduce the anxiety associated with stress. Mm. And as we know, especially as women age, there's vaginal dryness, sex becomes painful for a lot of women specifically. Um, this is primarily, I want to say, a women issue only, but men have anxiety related to premature ejaculation, not performing, not being large enough, not being the man that he needs to be in his manhood. There's a lot of issues, too, when it comes to men that they don't talk about. So anxiety is an issue. And so how do you specifically target that? You language. And, and it's a very floral, heavenly scent. It really is. And a lot of guys aren't going to wear it. But maybe incorporating that into a pre-sexual massage is a very good idea or in your diffuser. Or ladies, you are the walking pharaoh, whatever you wear. I mean, you, you set the mood as well. And there's something my wife puts on every time she puts on it's like i i'm just ready it's it's just <laughs> it's just there and, and so you have your lang lang is the go-to rose i mean come on i mean it's rose it, it is the flower of love for a reason but it's also it's an anti-anxiety calming calming oil it's used in most aphrodisiac blends for a reason it's just nice but again if you have an adverse reaction meaning this if you've had a negative sexual encounter or god forbid an abusive experience or abused experience mm -hmm. uh, that had rose around you whether it was an air fresher or maybe you had rose perfume on just be cautious you might not even know subconsciously that might be why you retract that might be why you become sexually frigid is because you haven't retraced back to that point where, you know, there was abuse that I really put under the rug 20, 30 years ago. And there were certain things, sounds, smells, experiences that cause you to relive that. And you just have to be aware and, and maybe smelling oils in a private room by yourself, just in a calm moment when you're meditating and praying and just seeing, just being open to what God would have to reveal to you. I'm telling you, we're talking deep healing. So you have jasmine, which is the, like, again, these are the top ones. Jasmine, rose, ylang lang, clary sage. Um, clary sage is another one. This is really good because, yeah, clary sage is the go-to women's health oil. It's just, it's yes. it, whether it's pre-menopause, post-menopause, whether it's pre-labor, during labor, whether it's pre-menses, whether it's during menses, like at every stage of a woman's life, there is a, a, a multitude of uses for clary sage. Um, again, we hope and pray this works for you. Some women are averse to it for a variety of reasons, but for the women that I know and we've been able to help, clary sage is just the VIP. It helps balance hormones. It's just, it's, it's pain relieving, actually proven to help relieve stage one labor pains. It's just unbelievable for cramps, all sorts of different things. So clary sage is very balancing, very soothing. Um, oil that a lot of people don't think of when it comes to sex is fennel. And this is interesting because it actually has a direct libido stimulating sort of response. Um, it's, it's very sweet. It's very powerful. Um, it, it can actually help alleviate symptoms related to um, dysmenorrhea, which all this has a play. Again, I'm not, I, I'm not an OBGYN, but, but you know, when the sex organs are not performing properly, when a woman's cycle isn't what it could and should be, if it isn't regulated, if it isn't balanced, if it's if it's severe, all this will bleed into a potentially negative sexual experience. It's just all connected. And so fennel has been greatly, greatly um, praised by a lot of women using it. And there are a variety of ways we can talk more internally. Topically, yeah, we'll talk about um, that next. Diffusing and neroli. I, I can't forget neroli is one that a lot of folks need to recognize. Like that's the other go-to. It's it's highly researched. It's a it's also known as bitter orange. It's in the citrus family. It's a very mm. precious um, essential oil that has a, a variety of uses. Um, but menopause, menopause. A lot of research, you know, regarding increasing sexual desire. Um, reducing hypertension, blood pressure in women, all these things like stress and anxiety that complicate the sex experience. I've actually never used Neroli. We were both going, how do you pronounce that one again? 
Yeah, I was singing. We were singing, rolling with Neroli. <laughs> yeah. I think that sounds about right. We were. Right? <laughs> is it, that it? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were doing that. And, and the, anything in the citrus family, you know, Dr. Z, can we talk a little bit just in general? Um, I mean, even beyond essential oils, but just citrus in general, um, that can also improve mood. So can we go, we, we can go there, even if it doesn't have to do with sex, it improves your mood, which in, opens up the door for your confidence and, and your happiness. Yeah, there was a landmark study at, done at Vanderbilt Hospital in Tennessee, and they evaluated how nurses responded to simply having a diffuser at their nursing stations at work throughout the day. And I have to say, this is literally according to the Gallup poll. Nurses n- nurses get a bad rap. I mean, no. it's a tough job. And it actually is interesting because nurses are, according to the Gallup poll, the most trusted profession on the planet. You know, used car salesmen, of course, last. Nurses, <laughs> top of the line. And the thing about nurses are they're just legitimate, just giving with their heart, servant's heart. They are just Mother Teresa, right? You have to have that side if you are a good nurse. But the problem is it's a very challenging environment to be in. The smell is literally the smell of death. Urine, poop, dying yes. people. People are not in their best behavior. And I don't know about you, but, you know, have you ever looked at the man cold video from the UK? Like, man, when you get a man cold, it just wrecks you. Like, you're not in your best behavior. If everyone listening, type up man cold on YouTube. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it's funny. So, you, when you're sick, you're not happy. You're not polite. You know, they're dealing with people in their worst scenario possible. So work-life balance is relatively poor for nurses. Stress levels are high. Do they enjoy their job? Yes and no. I mean, sometimes it's a labor of love, but simply diffusing citrus oils, lime, bergamot, neroli, lemon, you know, those kinds of good orange grapefruit, simply diffusing citrus oils I'm talking a dramatic increase, like 5% of the nurses that reported positive work-life balance skyrocketed up to like 60%. And the ones that had stress, 70%, plummeted down to 25%. And it just showed that simple smell. Not only that, but it changed them so much that, you know, they kind of had a nice pep in their step. The the, the patients started to be like, wow. Aww. You know, it, it affected everything just by having positive healthy smell at the station that they did their work and hung out at and stuff so at the end of the day there's nothing like a citrus oil and i i mean you almost can't help but smile when you cut a lemon or an orange if you're making a dessert Mm -hmm. or drink or something it's Uh, just man you know and it's powerful and you get that in the bottle and imagine carrying that around with you or having a little inhaler. We could talk about inhaler tubes for DIY and do it yourself and stuff. Like you can have this on the go wherever you are at work, whether you're in traffic, whether you're about to have um, sex with your, your, your partner. It's there for the taking whenever you want. That's why I was freaking out when I can't find the one because it has citrus yeah. in it and it's an uplifting blend and you do get slightly addicted to it because it does change the neurotransmitter function in the brain and you get kind of used to that and, and for someone myself, I used to do other things when I wanted to uplift my mood. Um, you know, Primarily it was coffee and then when I wanted to kind of numb myself from whatever situation in my life I was uh, experiencing, I would drink alcohol and now I do things like lavender. So citrus is really powerful. I mean, it also, it, it gets rid of the shit in your life. I mean, literally this, the, the smell in your life too. And that's why we have that, that really popular citrus spray that a lot of people use to diffuse poop spray uh, when they're done. But that's why I like the, D- <laughs> the DIY that, that Dr. Eric Z is talking about is really powerful. You just take some of these essential oils, you put it in like a two ounce little spray bottle and you spray that after you're done and, and it gets it, it gets the job done. But also you could spray that in your room. Like when you make your sheets, you could spray these things in your sheets and, and it becomes Ooh. part of your in between the sheets routine. Yeah. And I most of my nurse my clients mm-hmm. are nurses. And so what I teach them, they it, they reach out to other people in their communities and they're doing they're they're doing these very things and their sex life and their sex drive has been just plummeted and just simply the diffusing during the day in the house. It, it 
if the, the medical mm-hmm. facilities allow it at the stations, th- their mood totally improves. So I can attest to that, not just from that study, but from my own life experience, that these oils are that transformative once they get into your senses. So I'm wondering, how do we safely apply essential oils in? Because I'm hearing about the roller that you lost earlier. And then I'm hearing about <laughs> the little two ounce bottles, you know, putting it into that. What are other ways that people can use these? There are three ways that people use essential oils. And for the case, you know, for, for our discussion, the two primary that I would recommend would be topical application and in, in, inhalation through a diffuser or a mist or through an inhalation or an inhaler tube. You can um, consume them. And that's not a bad idea. Um, but for something like this, when it comes to anxiety, really the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to um, sex-related anxiety would be to inhale them. And that's why I love topical application because topical application, you actually get a two-for-one deal. You get the inhalation benefit because those aromatic compounds are now all around you. It's like you're you're creating a force field um, by applying it. But studies have shown within minutes the chemical compounds of the oils actually penetrate into your bloodstream so they become systemic like completely systemic within 20 minutes and the key about it is folks don't think like if you're going to use you know a a lavender oil to relax you or ylang lang apply it over your abdomen let's say or over your ovaries or whatever it might be which my wife does don't think that's going to be long lasting which is a good thing it's temporary short lived the half life of these essential oils is so quick within like an hour and a half to two hours your body completely metabolizes them which is good because unlike drugs there's no biochemical buildup there's no strain on your organs it's like you're in and out which means you have to reapply them regularly so they're not long lasting which i love because now you have greater control and you know what to use for what things, and then you don't have to worry about maybe drug interaction. So, really, really key. And and like you know, and like what was just mentioned, instead of coffee, instead of alcohol, which by the way are two main libido killers, by the way, coffee yes. and alcohol. Yes. People don't get, but alcohol and coffee mess with your your cortisol. They mess with your DHA. They mess with your hormones. And people need to recognize that. Yeah, I again, I like coffee once in a while i like the buzz that i get i do i I do i like the the energy i love the but it's you got to be careful of how you use it or abuse it so maybe a natural Mm. a natural way of getting a nice energy boost is by putting a drop of peppermint into your water and taking that because it's been proven clinically proven to enhance athletic performance it increases your airways you get to breathe better breathe deeper which means more oxygen more blood through your body um, helps you know helps reduce heart rate. It, it gets you in a position where you could perform better, right? And I I haven't seen the study on it, but if it could help college athletes in Iran perform better athletically, then I think it's safe to say it can actually help you perform better sexually. Because how many people, I hate to say it, are so out of weight or out of shape, overweight, that they can't even perform sexually. And so that's yeah. a big issue. It's an exercise. I mean, it, you know, you're, you're sweating. You should. This is like a little cardiovascular exercise. Then maybe utilizing some therapies like peppermint can help. Yeah. You know what? The, the, you said two things. And I want to segue this. Coffee. So... 80% plus now of America is consuming coffee in the morning yeah. on a regular basis, primarily on an empty stomach. And our liver and our kidneys are like, dude, we worked so hard all night for you. It's like a nagging wife, right? Like we work so hard and we got all this trash ready for you to pee out. And now you're adding more trash in and it's making us acidic again. And, and ouch, this hurts. And then what I've been hearing is a lot in my warrior cleanse. Uh, I wrote this long article and I, and I just started getting some feedback on it because I hadn't really heard much about it. Um, I didn't ask, but it's about a 10 page article on how toxic coffee uh, is. Caffeine is to the hormonal endocrine system, uh, thyroid, adrenals, ovaries. Ladies, if you've got problems there, then, and then you probably have problems in between the sheets because of this caffeine addiction that we have. And one woman just posted, I didn't. I never made the correlation that caffeine could be that toxic to me. Um, that coffee was that toxic. And one woman said, uh, I, "I've struggled with cystic acne my whole life, and I've been off coffee for a month and a half, and I've had zero cystic acne and more energy than I can to do, than I know mm-hmm. what to do with." And so, 
you know, the peppermint thing is so true. When I give people just a tiny little da- uh, dab of peppermint to put in their hands and smell and or put in their temples or in their water, they're like, whoa, that's my pre-workout. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to do, that's another like, you don't need to douse yourself with a ton of pre-workout caffeine stuff that's going to destroy your um endocrine system and then especially if you're taking it at nighttime then it's disrupting your sleep and your melatonin which this is where you burn fat and recover your tissues so there's this whole downward cycle and instead what if it was just as simple as peppermint which is my segue to the next question i have for you and dr cat wanted to know too so we can apply these things to our skin but what about our inner skin because i've actually had people use things like coconut oil with like a, a drop of peppermint oil and it include it increases blood flow. Uh, blood flow yeah to our reproductive organs i wanted to hear we wanted to hear what you had to say about using essential oils um particularly um peppermint or lavender or anything else tea tree in our actual reproductive organs inside the vaginal wall especially i'll say especially for anyone pregnant listening right now a good essential oil blend highly diluted and i'll explain what this means in just a second but like a one percent max dilution is a great um is a great lube for perineum massage and especially Mm. for those ladies who are giving home birth or you want to do natural birth you really need to stretch out the perineum so you have your partner do that right about a month or so a couple weeks before your your due date and same segue because a lot of women especially after your second third fourth child you start to you know you're there's vaginal dryness and there's other issues too just a nice perineum massage Um, it's not necessarily foreplay it's a little different kind of massage but essential oil based, but a 1% dilution with many of the same oils that we mentioned, the ylang lang, the clary sage. There's even oils like geranium and lavender is good for this. Just nice, safe, calming oils that have a multiple effect. But actually in my, in my book coming up, I actually talk about a vaginal um, lube for, for – for women who really battle because again vaginal dryness is a big issue and i have an inner circle that i i set up for people that really want to follow me and learn more about essential oils and that's been a question i get i got a lot and i'm like wow and me i'm a young guy i'm 37 i i don't you know i talked to my wife about this stuff and started talking to the some of the older women in my life and and these are again. This is not conversations you have at dinner time with your your nephew. So mm-hmm. I, I wasn't exposed yeah. to this, and I didn't realize how prevalent it was. So um, yes, for sure. Um, using this, using a blend as a lubricant, for sure, it could be applied onto the penis. It could be applied directly onto the vagina. It's fine. It's safe. Peppermint. I'd be very cautious of. It is a stimulant, and it could have a couple different effects. It's a very potent oil, but yeah, it can increase blood flow. Um, it depends on, on what your flavor is when it comes to things, but I would recommend the calming oils especially. And and just, again, to go full circle when it comes to conversions and dilutions and, some, and all that aromatherapy stuff, uh, a 1% dilution is safe for most children for the sensitive areas of your body like the genitalia your underarms and your face anything above one percent is more concentrated and essentially the rule of thumb is a, a an ounce of a carrier oil whether it's jojoba almond coconut all olive oil for crying out loud just do straight olive oil which is great that's what people that's what our ancestors use for crying out loud so using one ounce of a carrier oil is about 600 drops of oil so simple math tells us one percent of 600 is six so if you want one percent dilution that's six drops of essential oil in total six drops of essential oil Combine that with one ounce of a carrier, and you have a very, you mix that up. You have a very, very safe, highly diluted solution to a lot of different things. Question: Does this work okay with condoms? Because I know that yeah. a lot of it does. Yeah. So it, we don't worry about breaking down the latex. Yeah, I mean, again, highly, highly diluted. And I, I, that is a concern if you're using straight essential oils because, yeah, if you put a straight essential oil onto a condom, it'll, it'll break down the petrochemicals in that. But, yeah, th- this is why another reason why you're highly diluting it. I mean, there really is not a lot of essential oil there, but you don't need a lot of essential oil there, too. You know, you don't need a lot. So, um, 
Yeah, it's not more this, is better with exactly, this concept. and people don't get you know to get a little hippie on people. We got to get with the mindset. We got to think about our kids and our grandkids, and, and we're consumerizing plants to extinction, literally, because so many people are using certain essential oils like Roman chamomile and blue tansy and rose. Like you can't find a bottle of rose for under like you know a good bottle of rose for under hundred bucks because it's just so precious, and you know thousands of thousands upon thousands of rose petals just to get a little itty bitty bottle so you know you got to put things into perspective but yeah it has it should have no problem with any sex toys it should have no problem with any condoms or anything like that it's very safe but again you're not using those highly corrosive oils the caustic ones we're not using cinnamon we're not using oregano thyme <laughs> clove you know those yeah. are the ones that are really caustic they burn and those are the ones to it burns. It very badly Can burns. Can you imagine? Ow, don't do that. Don't do well, that. Hey, it, I will say, when it comes to peppermint, it's funny. My wife actually did that to herself. She got peppermint on her underwear, and that's not a fun sensation when you get <laughs> undiluted no. peppermint, you know, and it's like, ah, you know, so what do you do? So be careful about the ones that um, are, are very powerful. I was just thinking, every time I smell oregano, I think of pizza. So if you think about somebody going down on you and you smell like pizza down there, that just sounds really weird. So don't do oregano. (laughs) On accident, yes. (laughs) Yeah, and and I wanted to add, because, you know, coconut oil has recently been, it's so funny, like, you got to follow the money, who's paying to write these articles, but coconut oil is recently condemned for being, you know, an oil we should stay away from, it's bad for our health, it causes cholesterol buildup, blah, 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 follow the money. Um, But essential oils is, is something that, I've been following for a long time and it's like there's really I, I, I haven't seen a lot of money following these articles but when we talk about these ones specifically are the ones that you just mentioned Dr. Z are these actually therapeutic for the lining of our internal vagina so which means that it won't be as painful either uh, do they have analgesic properties not the carrier oils themselves evening primrose has a great way um, that's something that uh, most mid- midwives and I know are our midwives specifically, and we've had we've had multiple because we've lived in different areas of the country. They've always recommend evening primrose capsules in the vaginal cavity to soften the cervix. So these oils actually have a great way of softening the vaginal wall, um, soothing the vaginal wall. When it comes to the carrier oil like coconut, it's antifungal, which could help especially for yeast infections. That's another big problem for a lot of couples where they're trans, you know, back and forth, yeast infection stuff. But when it comes to pain specifically, not necessarily, but roundabout way, just again, relaxing, softening, all these things can help. Again, having ample lubrication. Like there, I can't stress enough, put a towel under you. There can't be enough lube. I mean, when it comes down to it, you want to be comfortable, especially Mm -hmm. uh, for women that have had multiple births. It's just your body just doesn't produce the lubricant like it used to. Now, there are certain oils that help with that. And that's why we use these oils that can help, especially as a woman becomes more aroused. But at the end of the day, again, you need to do what's right for your partner and sometimes, you know, it's a little unconventional, but you just got to do what's right. I agree. And what you just said about primrose oil, you know, that could be a carrier oil and then plus yeah. the essential oils and you use that and try that. And that's much healthier than going out and grabbing, you know, petrochemicals yeah. to use as a lubrication, which, you know, we're going to talk about this last, which is, you know, foreplay in the brain and maybe some good oils for that too. Um, before we got to that, I did want to make one mention of something um, with respect to, you know, sexuality and, and the lube itself uh, is that these, these scents can actually uh, enhance your desire, you know, and for play and so when you're using this to massage it actually can i love using essential oils for foreplay and just massaging mm-hmm. because it, it gets into your senses just make sure you're looking at your bottles and it says um, supplement facts on it so that it, it can be used internally um you know it's it's safer that way and again you're thinking about what you're putting on your skin that becomes a part of you so it now you're thinking about even your personal care products what are you putting in your armpits what are you putting in your mm-hmm. hair it really comes down to you shouldn't really put things on your skin that you can't eat or pronounce it's not just in the bedroom. It's but what you put in your skin becomes a part of your bloodstream quickly. So let's talk about last, you know, the, the, the sense and the brain. So um, 
Since affect the limbic system, it's just one of the things that we started talking about earlier, the memory, memory, emotion, sex drive, uh, the desire to massage partner, um, you know, pleasuring self while we're massaging, etc. Can we talk more about how we can rewire our brain with essential oils and connect to ourself and our partner better? Yeah, I think I think the key and again, essential oils, folks, only take you so far. And and I, I love these things. I'm, again, I've seen lives change. I've seen cancer patients pronounced, you will die, recover, and not take drugs because drugs failed them. And then all they've used was essential oil. So I, I've seen what people call miracle powers. Yet at the end of the day, if you're going to live a McDonald's lifestyle and try to incorporate natural therapies like essential oils, you're literally wasting your time. It's like one step forward, two steps back. So I have to go back to that holistic model. It's everything. It's a mind, body, soul, spirit connection. And, and it, you know, essential oils can help. Like a lot of, a lot of good therapy can be done with essential oils to calm and to relax and to help people retrace healing. And that sort of thing needs to be done, especially you need to be vulnerable with your partner and you need to be able to talk to them. And what does that mean? Does that mean maybe one day, you know, diffusing an essential oil that puts you in a mood where you don't feel threatened? Like there's, that's legitimate. And I don't know what that means for you. It might be frankincense. I mean, frankincense and myrrh and, you know, opoponex and other oils like that are really great for for emotional detoxification to help you focus and calm those wayward thoughts and maybe just diffusing that and having a talk with your partner about certain things you would like or don't like or maybe we have to talk about some triggers that bring you back to a hard moment in your past but there's a lot that can be done when it comes to that so it's not like an essential oil is going to like re-trigger or rewire the brain but they can help you do that. They really can. They're great for that. So if you are going to a, a sex therapist or going to any counselor, um, I would request, say, hey, can we diffuse these essential oils during sessions? That's a great thing. If you don't have one, then, you know, again, you're, you're communicating with your partner. So great adjuncts, great help. I, I cannot stress enough the importance of emotional detoxifying the, the mind and the spirit and the soul because so many people have toxic emotions that are literally robbing them of the abundant life including sex and they don't see i mean really at the end of the day sex is is an afterthought for a lot of people and it doesn't they don't recognize that you know this toxic emotion this anger this unforgiveness this resentment this hurt is affecting my desire to make love and you got to think of it and this is as fundamental i mean golden rule as you could get you know how are you going to love others as you love yourself if you hate yourself if you hate how you look if you hate how you sound if you hate how you smell if you just hate you i mean how can you make love to someone when you don't even love you and so it, it gets to a point where i i like i like to use essential oils to help me really put my mind at ease to help me love myself more and and even things like doing stuff for yourself being empowered having control or taking the control back from you can call it big pharma big gov whatever it might be but growing your own food making your own soap and lotion these sorts of things this is self-care you know giving yourself the luxury where you can have a nice detox bath or you put a couple drops of oil in your shower that just enhances your life why because you're worth it you're worth a couple extra dollars you're worth it you need to love yourself again. You need to forgive yourself again. You need to let go. You need to forgive the person who hurts you. Because mm. guess what? You're in prison, not him, not her. You're oh, the man. only one hurting at this point. And so can essential oils do that? Uh, no, you have to do it. But essential oils can help. They really can. And so it, it's a way of life. And again, I thank God for the sexual experience. And I thank, just I'm grateful for having a, a woman in my life that I could be vulnerable to, be real to, share. And, and ladies, you got to, you got to, you know, you got to practice what you preach too, you know. You have to be the lover that you want to be. And guys, you need to be the lover that you want to be. You need to be a safe place to land. Uh -huh. If you're not sexually, emotionally, financially, what are you going to do? And I got to say, I'll confess, it's not my most embarrassing moment. It actually, maybe I should have answered it this way, but I can't tell you how many sexual encounters I ruined and literally stopped before they happened with my wife because I was an idiot, because I shut her out. 
because I said something stupid, because I wasn't there for her at a moment, or I picked a fight, or I let something stupid get in the way, and ultimately she closed her heart, which, you know, her legs were closed. And, and as selfish as it was, you know, if I were being selfish, maybe I would have been quiet a day or two. You know, I just, just think of it. I mean, think of what we do. And, and then we expect our wife to give herself up to you. You expect your husband to just open himself up after you just hurt them, after you wound them. Like, hey, stupid head, it doesn't work like that. I mean, it's an experience, and it's such a pure, raw, vulnerable moment to give yourself to someone sexually that it's a sacred moment, and it takes time. It it takes energy, and it takes intent to prepare your heart and their heart for it. Um, and I'm not talking one-night stands. Personally, I don't believe in them. I don't think they're emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy. I, I think they only cause damage. Um, I know I can argue with sex therapists about that all day long. I'm talking about <laughs> love making. I'm talking about what we are designed by God to experience. Nothing like it on the planet. Wow. What is stimulating? This is just a stimulating conversation. I can listen to your voice for a really long time. <laughs> like, I don't think you can't see me right now, but I'm like melting at my computer. I'm just kind of I'm melting. Cr- I'm bawling. Um, <laughs> Thank I mean, you so much. Dr. Z. Oh, such a great. That was so beautiful. It was. That's beautiful. It, it, it's a mic drop moment. It's a it's a Z drop moment. Last week, we talked about the different phases of, you know, sexual response. And you just nailed what phase one is all about. We might not even need lube if we spent more time in the excitement phase and being vulnerable and real with our lovers, our partners, and starting with ourselves. Whew, that was that was beautiful. So, Dr. Z, thank you so much for being here with us today. I, I can't think of any way to end better to help our listeners and lovers eat, play, and sex better. Awesome. Thanks for having me. We've got thank some... You. Yeah, and we've got also a great way to follow what Dr. Eric Z was talking about. We're going to provide a link below. What are they going to get with that link, Dr. Eric You know, I've, I've been able to help a lot of people just navigate this essential oil world um, without shoving oils down their throat. And I made the, the hard decision a year and a half ago that I would not sell any essential oils and I would just educate. So whatever your favorite brand is, we kind of just put that aside and I've created a very safe place for people just to hang out and learn. And I call it um, my inner circle. It's, it's Dr. Z's essential oil club. So what I want to do is I want to give everyone just, just a special, just uh, just a special to try it out for a month and see what they think and private Facebook group. I'm kind of like their mentor and guide and everything All my summit interviews. I've done two telesummits All my articles and recipes and eBooks, like everything, like everything you need to know is right there. And um, then you're part of my world. I love it. And, and we do Q&As. And, and it's just an honor to really just, just help a lot of folks navigate this because I want to encourage everyone one thing. You got to test everything. And just yeah. because I say it, just don't believe it. And I see so much junk out there in the blogosphere about oils. It infuriates me uh, because I'm actually a trained public health researcher. It's what I did. It's what I do. And you get down to it. Essential oils are powerful, but they need to be respected and honored. And so anyway, we go back to that. So anyway, it's called My Inner Circle. I invite you to check it out and um, just let's hang out. Let's learn about oils together. Awesome. Thanks again so much for being here, Dr. Z. And everybody else, check out Dr. Eric Z's link below. And we will see you on the next episode of Eat, Play, Sex. And don't ever forget that sex Sex matters. matters.